0: Con Dios, Comptroller Martin. Instead of easing unrest, he took two to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> house Every- <laughs> Everybody pile on in to Mackey's Clubhouse. I'm Kevin. I'm Larry. We're talking about Season 7, Episode 4 of The Shield genocide yeah not not
1: not a real strong effort not a terrible terrible episode but not a great episode no it's it's an episode there's like of all the episodes out in the world this is
0: one of them yeah the offspring had a song from 1994 oddly enough um called genocide that's very good and much better than this episode (laughs) is that foreshadowing maybe (laughs) it could be Do I know that song? Is that like a hit? Oh, no, that one never really got much airplay, but they do play it in concert a lot. Oh, I see. What do you mean a lot? How many, how many offspring concerts have you gone to? If you say either one, that's too many. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, prepare to be disappointed greatly because it's at least nine or ten. Wow! <laughs> yeah, nine or ten times just for the Offspring. Yeah, I mean some of those were at like festival type things, so there were other bands there. Uh huh. But you probably went to the
1: festival because Offspring was there, though, more than any other band, I would imagine.
0: Um, sometimes. I mean, one of them, like, uh, especially like, uh, one of them was what's that called? Uh, Riot Fest. No, Riot fest it's like three days long, and like they were playing like, and no effects, who I love probably even more than the offspring were playing right after them, basically, so that was amazing. I was like, this is so good. I don't know who no effects is oh, they're a fantastic band are they what are they like
1: grungy or ska-y? Uh punk. Uh, punky skate punk like like green Day, not like the Ramones,
0: uh. I'd say they're more towards their Ramones than Green Day. <laughs>
1: oh, all right. Yeah. A bold statement. <laughs>
0: yeah, but they're they're one of my favorite bands, like right up there. It's definitely
1: in the top three. Hmm. All right. I mean, I, I've seen their like emblem or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've never I never heard the band themselves.
0: Oh, oh they're so good. But oh. nine or
1: ten times for the Offspring. God damn, dude, they're like. They're like the music equivalent of the Avengers for you. Because didn't you go see Avengers like <laughs> nine or ten times?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. They sure are. I'll go see them anytime I can. I love the Offspring. They're great. Hmm. Me and Pete are big fans. But Pete has never, my cousin Pete, has never seen the Offspring live. So who then who are you going to the concert with? <laughs> um, usually just myself, really. What? Yeah. You go to a concert alone? I've definitely done it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Aw, that's sad. I know. But it was just like, well, no one else is going to go. So I'm either going to do this myself or I'm not going to go.
1: Now, do you think nobody – is it nobody wants to go because nobody wants to hang out with Kevin Jank or nobody wants to go (laughs) see The
0: Offspring? (laughs) A little from column A, a little from
1: column B. Because I mean, honestly, I would just be like, well, you know, Jank, I don't really want to go see The Offspring. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'd be fun. I don't know. They might be. Yeah, I'd probably go see them show. once. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Um,
0: highly recommend.
1: All right, man. I, I just guess. took knee. I just took a knee on that nine or ten times for the <laughs> just Took a knee right there. I was just I'm, I, I know. Right. know. I knew as soon as you so wipe oh, me right
0: off track. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, who directed this episode of The Shield? Dean White, this is his last of seven
1: episodes that he directed. Ooh.
0: Yeah, so that's the end of Dean
1: White. And, uh, See you, Dean
0: White.
1: The you original air date, September 23rd, 2008. I don't yeah, know if you know so this or not, right. but that was my 75th birthday.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Happy belated 75th birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I bet that was a memorable one. Uh, I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't
1: remember it at all.
0: Uh who wrote this bad boy? Uh, this is a newbie, Lisa Randolph. Oh. I don't think we've seen her writing before. I think they did mention in one of the commentaries that she was around in some capacity before this. Like I don't know if she's like a PA or some bullshit, but Maybe a script advisor or something like that, but she I think this is the first time she actually wrote an episode.
1: Hmm.
0: Last time? <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> Alright. So uh 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 oh she also worked on Star Trek Discovery.
0: Oh, that's, oh, not, that's good not good for anyone. anyone.
1: I never I don't which one's that?
0: <laughs> that's the uh, the C B S all access one. Oh okay. that everyone hates. Oh with, really? Yeah, Red Letter Media makes fun of it all the time. <laughs> like who's on there? Is that is that uh, you know, Patrick Stewart? No, that's the one with uh, that girl who played like what was her name? Sasha or something on uh Walking Dead for a long time. Oh, I have no idea. I'm gonna have to you know, <laughs> I'm on here, hold on. Uh like, it's a black girl that got killed. hmm Uh she was like Tyrese's sister. I forget what her name was on there. Okay, Uh, I don't know this lady.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't... I mean, I've seen The Walking Dead, but not that much. She played Sasha Williams. I don't remember a Sasha on The Walking Dead. Was that around Negan, or was that before Negan? Like when the
0: Uh, It definitely started before Negan. I think she probably got killed during the Negan stuff, if Mm. I remember correctly. All right. Back when I used to watch that show, even I gave up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I watched it for a while, but, you know, it's Yawnsville at this point. Yeah, they really lost their way. Um, alright, so, the you know, fucking episode opens at Vic's fucking house. So I'll I <laughs> have Cassidy up in my fucking ass.
0: Yeah, ten you gotta save days. that till the last, like, ten minutes. No. No. Maybe you built up enough cred to get me through this, but no. You're no. gonna open the episode with this. Right, you know, picking
1: up where we left off last night, where... Cassie's still all like, fuck off. And she's like, you know, fuck you too, And I don't know what. Yeah, Vic's trying to
0: apologize. And
1: she's like, whatever. I'm not talking. Yeah, she's like, oh, I accept your apology. Now fuck off. I'm yeah. <laughs> it for shit, basically, is what she says.
0: Um, all yeah, right. She's so, a real pain in the ass. What whole episode. This fucking sets the tone for a bad episode. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Mouthy kids never work out. And Vic's like already getting upset again. He's like, I was trying to be nice here, but now you pissed me off again. So Rezian's
1: safe house is burnt. There's dead bodies inside. Oh oh, could be Rezian. Oh,
0: no. It <laughs> Turns out not so much.
1: So Vic and Vic and Shane go off to see Rezian and he he's like, We want to sit down with the Mexicans. And, and Vic's like, no, you need to, like, start killing people and shit. And he's like, no, <laughs> we want to sit down. He's like, we, we got their their stuff. He's like, well, how do you have their stuff all of a sudden? He's like, oh, Well, yeah, I'm they off. don't
0: say that. Yeah, this is where they're just kind of finding out. Like, they ask, like, I don't even know what they're after. And Vic's like, well, oh, they, they is, heard oh, you have okay, this right. box of Mexican intel that, you know, That's on the hilarious. streets. But I thought, like, didn't Shane already tell Rezian that the Mexicans were coming after him? Because Dero, like, hired him to do it. Like she was yes. reaching out to them. Yeah. So like now they're just changing the story completely and resin doesn't question it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Vic's like, all right, well if you don't if you're not gonna retaliate or whatever, like
0: if I get you to sit down, that's that's favor number two. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out this favor is just as lucrative as as the last one was. Yeah. It's not very <laughs>
1: So then, uh, so, you know, Vic tells Shane, like, they get outside after the meeting, and Vic tells Shane about what's going on. Like, he's like, I'll let you in on the big picture stuff. He tells him about Cruz Pescuela and all that kind of shit, the blackmail box. So, I don't know, like, is this Vic trusting Shane at this point, or is this... Vic leading shane around by the nose and just letting him you know i'll tell you what you need to know when you need to know
0: it type of thing or is it both yeah i um, think it's it's definitely more the the latter where he's, he's just trying to get shane he's got to tell him certain things because he has to but he's he's not letting shane in here I, I get the feeling this whole alliance between them is very much like i'm big brother when like uh you know the alliance is about to get the last person out you know that they're been gunning for this whole time and everyone's starting to break up into sub alliances and be like we gotta get this other we gotta turn be the first ones to turn on our group basically yeah (laughs) break up the couples yep we gotta do this before they think we're doing it yeah so this is the part where everyone's just kind of you know trying to be the first one to fuck the other guy over
1: oh i see um
0: so yeah this is where we get the theme
1: song to eight minutes 16 seconds pop pop (laughs) Um, so Vic tells Cruz that Rezian wants to sit down, and so Cruz says, okay, here's my buddy Armando Rios,
0: Mm -hmm. and he's gonna be my mouthpiece, basically. Yeah, because he ain't going in person. That's too, uh, yeah, he's a, you know. He's too important. Yeah, he's an upright citizen, basically. He can't be seen doing these kind of shit. Yeah. So Vic's
1: like, I don't know. We'll see. All right, fine, whatever. So They're uh, like, we got
0: a condition. If we're going to do this meeting, they have to bring the box to the meeting. Right. And so
1: Vic goes back to the clubhouse, and he's like, hey, Fed Lady. I can't remember her name. Um, Olivia Martin, I believe. Yeah. Hey, do you want to uh, look into Armando Rios? Mm-hmm she's like i never heard of armando rios and he's like no shit
0: <laughs> um, yeah, she'll she'll look into it and they also have julian looking into it which apparently it turns out later was not a good idea <laughs> no all of a sudden julian's a super cop and shit. <laughs> yeah wow. he's got connections on the street and what the fuck's going on here yeah it's it's odd it is odd
1: um okay so Claudette is hanging out, not hanging out, she's riding with Maria, Tina. Maria! Because it's some kind of, like, mandatory once a month you got to get out on the street and put your street
0: hours in once a month type of deal. Yeah, this is where (laughs) Aceveda got that, you know, kid's bike stolen the one time. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Now
0: it's Claudette's turn.
1: So they get Dutch and... Uh, billing show up, they get some kind of case, I don't know, some
0: kind of breaking and entering thing. Yeah, this kid was home, it says he was doing his homework, and somebody, you know, some dude busted in and was trying to rob the place, so the oh. kid shot him, and it turns out it was a kid from his school. So we are going to bring you. the kid to the station and interrogate him with his mom there. If there was somehow that
1: I could, like, literally take this storyline and then shit on it, literally, I would. Because I fucking hated this whole fucking... Everything in this episode Uh with this
0: kid and Dutch, I hated it. Oh, you're you're in for a world of hurt, because I think there's probably four or five more episodes with them in it.
1: (laughs) I did notice that that kid's in more episodes, but goddamn. That kid was in... um, that kid was in one of, the, I think the new, the Somewhere new Nightmare on Elm Street with yeah. uh, Jackie Earl Haley.
0: Yep. Yeah, he was in that for sure. Apparently, he's the breakout star of that movie because in the game Dead by Daylight, that was the survivor they decided to give you from that movie, Quentin Smith. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't care about him. What's Why am Dead I getting my place? Oh, Dead by Daylight's great. It is a uh, it's an Xbox game, or I think we can get play it on any platform, whatever. But uh, it's a horror game where basically you are one of four survivors, or you can play as the killer. But there's four survivors and a killer, and you're basically trying to get out, and the killer is trying to kill you. Um, oh. so you, have to, you have to repair these generators so that then the doors will have power, and you can open the doors and escape. And the killer is trying to capture you, like basically hit you and then put you on a hook. And then other survivors can pull you off the hook to get you free, but then you know the killer can get them or something. Maybe you know kind of coordinate a little bit, but it's very fun. Are you playing with real people? Yeah, like me and uh, like Pete and his brothers Nick and uh, Scooch, we play a lot, and uh, so that was always good because when you're it's a little bit easier if you're playing with people that you're talking to. Yeah. Um. So that you can you know coordinate things a little bit better, but you can definitely play with just randos too. We've done that as well
1: well i remember i kick-started um there's a game friday the 13th i don't know if yeah
0: seen. i had that as well
1: so this that game is a lot like that as well like where somebody's jason and everybody else is trying to hide from him or whatever yeah um i so i played that for a while
0: and i was like man i hate this yeah that that game is much harder to me like it's not as fun I do. Yeah, there's so many things. It's like, oh, you can you can get out with a car, but you have to find all these different things for the car, and it's just like, what? There's I just, so many different things to do, where this is just very straightforward. Every level is the same. I mean, there's different layouts and shit like that, but you're, you're going to one of these, like, there's seven generators usually, and you have to repair four of them, basically. So you got your options, and you can just prepare them, and then you'll, you know, get them done. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. it. It's much more straightforward. And there's a lot of different killers and survivors by this point. They've added a lot of different, uh, like, a lot of them are originals, but then there's also a lot of, um, like, you know, ones that they got from movies and they just paid the license, sing for.
1: Like Laurie Strode, is she in the game?
0: Yes. Really? Is. Yep, Michael Myers is in there. Um, is Jason- they, got the, they got the new Freddy Krueger, unfortunately, which is why they got Quentin Smith, I guess. Um, they got the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, what about Jason? Uh, no Jason. I think because of the Friday the 13th game, basically, they're like, well, we uh, need to get Jason because he's got his own game. Fuck. But uh, Ghostface is in okay. there. I was so close to getting an
1: Xbox right there. Ah. Oh.
0: I mean, Thanks. Ghostface, that's cool. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, Ghostface is cool. Yeah. I like that. You got Amanda from
0: the Saw movies. The chick- what about the uh, <laughs> what about Angel? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Slap in the face. just sleep do sleepaway camp. In the game. I know that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know what kind of special powers she would have, but because you know, all the killers have different abilities and stuff like that. She could uh, lure you into the fact that you think she's a girl. (laughs) Yeah, but she is not naked, and you like you can't move because you're just transfixed. Yeah, it's just like going on there.
1: Pulls her dick out, and you just can't. You just like your mouth drops open, and then she cuts your head off. (laughs) Yeah, it's like Medusa, a one snake Medusa. (laughs) That's what's going on. All right, so let's get back to the shield real quick here, Jank. Um. Let's see where we're at. Okay. Um, uh, all
0: right,
1: here. I'm on the next page.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, yes, they go to, they go back to the police station. They're talking to this kid, Lloyd, and his mom. And the mom's just like, oh, he's such a good boy. He'd never do anything wrong. And we, we went to go get self-defense classes, and we got this gun and shit like that. So we learned how to use it. Yeah. She doesn't see anything wrong with this boy. But Dutch clearly suspects something. He's yeah. Like, this don't seem right. It's so dumb, but you know what I else? Mean, is it's it's kind of cool.
1: You know what? You like, know what else is a, a, a dumb thing in this episode? Uh, Cassidy goes over to
0: Danny's house. Yeah, this again is just brutal. Look, Cassidy what? is such a weirdo in this scene. She's just like immediately barges in. Is like, where's the baby? Who does he look like? <laughs> yeah. I like, think my what? dad killed Terry Crowley. <laughs> How would you even know who Terry Crowley was? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they did have that barbecue in the first episode. Uh, so he was over at the house. Yeah. She was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's you know, very strange. And Apparently, you know, Danny kind of sneaks off and calls Corinne at some point to come get her. So Shane, like, Vic, man, and Ronnie. Danny, like, I can kind of understand now why she doesn't want Vic to be a part of the baby's life. Like, look what he did to this, his first family. They're all fucked up. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the um, kind of child he raises. So the strike team go and talk to Resian, and they're like, "Hey, the Mexican said uh, no go on the meeting. They want the box." And he's like, "Oh, fine, I'll bring the box." <laughs> yeah. Like Vic's like, "Where'd you get the box?" And he's like, "Oh, we got it in the last couple hours." <laughs> so set up that meeting. Sounds like, convenient. Oh, yeah. Vic knows
0: who has the box.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see, Julian finds Armando Rios somehow, because he's a super sleuth.
0: Yeah, who knew? Olivia couldn't find anything on him, but Julian just happens to find out, oh, he's got family here.
1: And Shane, and
0: Ronnie are like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. You fucking found him? Are you shitting me? We gave him bullshit, you know, busy work to do, and he fucking found the guy. Yeah. God damn it. So Vic and them,
1: they go in, like, Vic goes in first, and he gets that Armando Rios guy out of the house before Julian comes
0: in. Yeah, Vic and Ronnie go around the back. You know, they're watching the back, but uh, they, they sneak Rios out. So Justin, just there's Shane, and Julian come in the door. He's already gone. Yeah. It's sneaky. And then Shane, like, he gets a big
1: smile on his face. Pretty funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that. Shane was pretty great there. Classic straight and, um, team.
1: So, finally, we get the meeting between the Mexicans and the Armenians, and Rezian's all like, I don't have your box, and they're like, we're going to
0: kill you, and he's all like, well, you know, we'll... He's we'll like, help. I never had the box, like, I'll help you find it, and I'll let this whole thing go unpunished, like, I know you burned our warehouse, and you tried to kill me in prison, but I'll, I'll let that go, we just want to get back to business, and we'll help you find your box if you want, but we don't have it, so... please leave us alone.
1: Today's two murders will go unanswered. Just, you know, in the box.
0: And they were all kind of like, all right. So then we cut to Vic with Pezuela and uh, Rios and Vic's like, no, no, that's he's full of bull. You know, he's full of shit. This guy, (laughs) he's definitely got the box. And they're like, well, you're the only one who keeps saying that they have the box. Like no one else is saying the Armenians have this box other than you. So we're kind of starting to smell a rat here. Yeah, it's like ah oh, shit. <laughs> Too much
1: box. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Dutch and Billings they go over to that kid's house, and Dutch is kind of flirting around with the mama a little bit while while Billings is snooping. Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> Dutch is kind of convinced not only did he kill this kid on purpose and he basically lured him there because this kid apparently thought there was going to be a thousand bucks in the house. So uh, they're kind of like, well, how did he figure? How did he know about that? Like this Lloyd kid probably told him. They kind of figured maybe this is like a bully situation. The kid's trying to get back at some kid who bullied him. So he killed him. But they're like, like Dutch kind of thinks even more than that. This kid basically has the makings of a serial killer. This could just be where it all starts, but he's going to start dropping bodies. It is so dumb. <laughs> I hate
1: it's, it. It's, it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't, I hate this kid. He's like a Robert Pattinson wannabe. Yeah,
0: he is a very annoying kid. Yes. But, but it, I mean, for a serial killer, he's, he's fitting. <laughs> You want someone who's creepy to play a serial killer? Yeah, I don't know. He's just
1: more like, "Eh, I'm going to kill you because my mom said I could.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of vibe I get off of. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see them trying to stop a serial killer before he really gets started. Yeah, I guess. Different angle for a serial killer thing than they've done before. It's it's different.
1: (laughs) All right. So Vic goes to see Acevedo. This scene's complicated. Because is like, oh, hey, we need a big old win for the Armenians today. And is and like, well, there's some kind of statue that that guy whose girl, that city controller guy whose daughter mm-hmm.
0: died to drugs and the BJs. Yeah, and the strike team covered it up and made it look like, oh, she was a saint. <laughs> And Vic, he was going to help Vic keep his
1: job. It never came through either. Nope. So basically, um, he keeps saying "hell no" to an Armenian statue of whatever kind. I don't.
0: Yeah, know. they, want a, they so want a statue to commemorate the Armenian genocide or something like that. That they're yeah. having a big celebration for today. But why? I here's what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you put that kind of thing in Armenia? Like, why would Los Angeles <laughs> Yeah. there? Well, I guess there's a lot of Armenians there, so they want something there. I don't know. It does seem Paris. kind of a stretch.
1: It's it's a... So, yeah.
0: Gee, it's Stretch
1: Armstrong. To be <laughs> so, it's so dumb because like, okay, so we find out that that, that guy, the city controller guy, was being blackmailed by Cruz for insider trading and shit. Yeah. So Ronnie calls him anonymously and he's like, "Hey, I know you're uh, trading inside and shit." And what? And like, yeah, you know, I'd get that statue built. That's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> it's it's so dumb. It is so
0: stupid. But then there's like an Armenian day later that day, and they know. It also Red is kind of weird that like um they're like, what is what do they have on this part? You know, this coproller guy like. Wasn't the daughter with the drug problem enough? Like, yeah, you couldn't they think. use that as blackmail? They're like, no, he's also inside trading. <laughs> yeah, inside trading. Okay, like, oh, big deal. <laughs>
1: um, where were we here? So, there's an Armenian day going on. So the strike team are kind of mixed into the crowd because they're watching Resian because they think the Mexicans are going to take a shot at him, And then gunshots ring out. And then, um. That controller guy gets killed.
0: Yeah, sure does.
1: I learned not So the Mexicans shot him. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure did. All right. I think this was to show that basically if you try to use the blackmail box, we're going to take that fucker out. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So if you try to blackmail somebody and get them to do what you want, we'll just kill them and take away all your leverage. So A comes in, Aceveda.
1: he's all pissy about that guy getting killed and stuff and Vic tells him like the fed lady could help insulate them if she could make a connection between Armando Rios and the cartel so Vic's basically telling uh hey listen I'm handling this don't
0: worry about it yeah I guess his plan is that if they need to take down Pezuela in a way that he doesn't realize that they helped I guess so then Venezuela yes. won't burn them, won't, like, you know, just immediately roll over on the fact that Vic was working for him. But he probably would anyway. <laughs> he yeah. I mean, loyalty to Vic. Um, Shane
1: talks to Rezian, and Rezian says that if you find my the, the box, the blackmail box, you and Vic are, we're cool. We're all straight at that point.
0: Yeah, that's the third favor. And then you're yeah. all done. You used them up quick, man. Yeah, he sure did. Used him up in one episode. What the fuck? And just to get back to, like, where he already was before the strike team started fucking with him.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's going on. Danny wants
0: Vic to waive his parental rights and shit. Yeah, she's like, I'm making it official this time. and getting into this lawyer paperwork you got to sign. You know, giving up all of your parental rights. And well, then, then we like, get to the why.
1: Yeah, we don't need a lawyers to talk for us or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think She's he's like, like. I've seen your family. Like, I don't want any part of this shit. <laughs> I'm peaceing out. Um, Aceveda comes to the
1: station. He tells Vic. Uh oh, big big reveal here, Jank.
0: What's going dun, on? Dun, dun. What's going on with Olivia the Fed? Uh, well, after he she got introduced to Aceveda earlier, Aceveda was like, "Oh, that name sounds familiar." And he's like, I checked in the box. Olivia's in the fucking box. Yeah, she's working for Cruz Pascuela. Yep. She's like, he's like, how much did you tell her? Vic's like, uh, well, you know, enough to get us both killed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're fucked. They are fucked. And that's
1: where that episode ends. Is yeah. She gives it to Veda, and he's like, hanger.
0: Yeah. Well, have to see how this all shakes out next episode. I want seven, Jenks. Seven. Wow, that's 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 a sad number we haven't seen around here in a long time. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a it's just kinda Yawnsville. Yeah, they did kinda save the good stuff for the end of it, but there's a lot of bullshit going up towards that. Yeah. Oh show. Yeah. They don't totally resolve the thing with the potential serial killer kid. He just kinda they're like, Oh well we tried. Like, Billings kind of lures the mom away so Dutch can talk to him alone for a little bit. But uh, he just kind of – he's more sure than ever that this kid is what he thinks he is. But he's got no proof, so they got to just let him go. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, by the way, I heard in the comments here – I didn't even really notice this. But apparently in that scene where the strike team is actually meeting with the guys, like the Mexicans and the Armenians, like, uh, Vic punches Ronnie right in the dick. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just like, just like a friendly tap, I guess. He's got to tap some right in the dick. <laughs> I never noticed that. Me neither. Yeah, go back and, uh, and watch that scene. Like, uh, the Autumn, like Autumn Chicklis was on the uh, the commentary track, and she was just like, "What? Why would he do that?" I'll <laughs> <laughs> Talk to him when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> How old is she now? She's probably like. I 17. think, uh. Oh, now? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, at the time they did the commentary, I think she was like 15. Okay, so yeah, she's probably about 30 at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's weird. All, All right.
0: I don't, once again, another episode. I don't have a lot of quotes. Yeah, same here. I only got two, I think. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot here that was very memorable. They both come from Billings. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the first quote I have from Billings was whenever uh, him and Dutch show up to that first show up to that kid's house and that dude's dead, and uh, Claudette's like, "Yeah, I have to fucking work, you know, <laughs> on the streets or whatever." And then when she leaves or whatever, Billings goes.
0: Would it have killed her to wear blues? <laughs> yep, I had that one as well. That was, that, was good... <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I, I wrote this down. I, I don't know why, really. When uh, when they're seeing Julian all fired up about this thing, and fixes like, gotta love that first-year strike team enthusiasm.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah because they're all fucking cynical and shit at this point yeah
0: yeah they're all drowning trying to keep themselves out of fucking getting killed by the armenians um okay so the only other
1: quote i have is also another billings you probably have this one as well but um when they first get I don't know. I think they get back from that the house where that Dutch thinks that kid's a serial killer. He doesn't think that yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is where he starts telling Billings, I don't know, something seems off or whatever. And Billings says, one thing I've learned from that sack of conspiracy theories you call a head, the Wagenbach freak meter points to red, you listen.
0: <laughs> I wish we had the thundercloud sound effect on this show. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that sack of conspiracy theories you call a head. <laughs> billings he's awesome he's so good he is so i love him shit oh we should i wouldn't even mention last episode but billings like he didn't want to help with that case at all but then once he found out what was going on like he was all into it he yeah was all super confident he's like oh, i'll follow this lead so if you get him fired up if you get him in, in like involved and in, invested in a case like he'll he'll show up Um, that's really all I had. I didn't have any other quotes.
1: Yeah, this is you know. This, once again, this is a weak episode.
0: Yeah, not not their finest. No. No. I mean, we did see a guy get assassinated. That's something. That's <laughs> something. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we got the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. Well, I went with the kid's mom. Oh, okay. I went yeah, with the kid.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> The mom is from Titanic. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's why I went with her. She's a she's a real bitch. She plays Kate Winslet's mom in Titanic. Yeah, yeah, she did. I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Frances, Frances Fisher.
0: Fisher? Okay. Yeah. She was on the commentary, too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they got her back. Um, I guess she was a big fan, and, like, she was... I think she's friends with the chicklesses, they mm-hmm. said, or something like that. So, yeah, they kind of just met at a party one time, and she was like, Oh, you got to put me on the show. You got one season left. You got to put me on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and so he did.
1: This seems like a. So, does she not, is she not continuing
0: on throughout this season? Um, I think, yeah, that's where I heard that, that she mentioned, like, how many episodes did you do? Like, four or five? And she's like, Yeah, something like that. Oh, so she so, is. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like we'll be seeing more of her. She I seems don't remember like she's exactly. She's good.
1: <laughs> I don't know it was like, she's got Titanic money and stuff so she's too good for the shield But apparently, no not. she she wanted she asked for it huh how come I asked to be in Titanic and they said no <laughs> can't I just be a piece of debris down on the seafloor no or I could be on the shield how come I can't just be something <laughs> Julian roughs up yeah no well, not just sure. up with the bust of them don't kill me <laughs> he just shoot me down
0: yeah he would all right uh what's next um oh that kid we should mention kyle gallner he's not great but i went with him anyway he was uh he was on smallville he basically played the flash or impulse as they were calling him on there which i guess is like the kid version of the flash yeah (laughs) um he was also i think i think he was in red state oh yeah he might be Yeah. yeah Yeah. In that?
1: case you're wondering if he's Robert Pattinson, he is not.
0: <laughs> Less British. He's the American Robert Pattinson.
1: Yeah. He's like Bob Patty. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: All right. Well,
1: who do you got for MVP?
0: I went with Billings. Oh, that's a good call. I
1: thought Billings had the best lines and shit. He's not in this episode a, a ton, but like at least he was good. Yeah, at least he so, was classic Billings.
0: There wasn't a lot of good going on in this episode. No. I I went with Dutch, because um, I, I liked... It's always good when Dutch has a serial killer case. He's always at his most, you know, most uh, efficient, and he's on his game.
1: He's always at his most Dutch.
0: Yep. <laughs> that is, yeah, pure unadulterated Dutch right there, is when Ooh. he's chasing down a serial killer. I'll take my Dutch adulterated, please. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> oh god all right well vendrell cup for the biggest fuck up is our next award i went with Vic. yeah me too For getting too close to that fed lady yeah he, he got a cop troller shot
1: <laughs> yeah that too
0: and then he you know spilled the beans to this uh, lady without looking in the box first i hear you oops like, I mean, it should have been raising some red flags that this woman who's not even assigned to this case is just hanging out here all the time. Always there. Yeah, she's yeah,
1: yeah That's she's not like, I'm she... not even
0: here for ice. I'm just trying to get back in the game or something like that. Like, that's weird. That's not how that works. No, that's, that's not true. how any of this works. You
1: have a badge somewhere, so yeah, you can just hang out at our station, and we'll just give you information and
0: <laughs> help us out and stuff. That's Beverly Hills Cop logic right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just burning doing the neutron dance. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Well, we got the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode. Oh, well, I got two things. Cassidy's
1: Bullshit mm-hmm. and Billings and Dutch's Case. <laughs> I just don't I don't understand like I I don't know because even Billy's is like just let it go
0: man yeah I wow. agree well I mean I get it I, I get it he's, he's trying to look out for people and trying to keep people alive by stopping a serial killer in the making so I get it it's fair I mean, we don't know for sure whether the, whether he's even right or not at this point but you know well, I'm sure he's right if we're going to have more episodes with these dudes. <laughs> yeah 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 the Cassidy stuff really was just it was hard to watch and just so annoying at this point it's just like oh my god Vic can't catch a single fucking break and it's like why does he even want to stay with his family anymore they're all just pains in the dick yeah (laughs) I feel like I should be sadder that he you know could potentially lose his family here but really it's like if they were just off the show it'd be a blessing almost
1: <laughs> <laughs> just let the Armenians do their thing.
0: <laughs> oh God, yeah. And then I just the other one I had was uh, the Resian didn't question like why the all the Mex, some Mexicans are looking for this box Well like that was never part of this before. It was all Dero's turning the Mexicans against you, but now they're looking for this box. Which one is it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hear you. I hear you.
0: It's weird. Yeah, a little spurious. Um Well, let's do some casting. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? We're going to find some people to play Claudette and uh, you know, a E or a lifetime movie about the shield. How many names you got? I only got two names. I only have two as well. Maybe
1: we have the same two names. (laughs)
0: That that seems very possible. Well, I don't know. One of mine
1: you probably don't have. I bet one of mine you don't have either. Do you have Billy Zane? (laughs) No. Okay, well that's one of mine. (laughs) Billy Zane. He'd
0: be excellent.
1: He would be excellent. He is so sassy. He's very sassy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. All right. Who's your first name? Uh, for me, the first one, of course. I think we mentioned this before in some of the other things where I went with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, whopie, Yeah.
1: Yeah, just because of the hair, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're 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 similar. Um, obviously, if this was 1992, you're not getting Whoopi Goldberg. Like she's busy making sister act movies and shit. But nowadays, I think you can get Whoopi. Oh, Goldberg. you can get her now for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. She'll take it.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. The only name I really came up with, and I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I don't even know. I don't know where I even know this lady from. I always see her on Talking Dead. Like every time Nick watches Talking Dead with that Chris Hansen or whatever his name is. Um, Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. She she seems to be a guest on there. She's not on the show, though, but she's always on there. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what she's ever done. Like, what she's from that she gets on Yeah, TV. why she's famous. The like, yeah, I love, the she, I love the 90s kind of people that pop up and tell
0: a joke, and you're like, I don't know who you are, though. <laughs> but her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. I, I can see that. Her or Billy Zane, huh? Right. It's quite I the gamut. Billy
1: Zane, but he might, be, he might cost you more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, the only, only other one I had was uh, a lady named Joe Marie Payton, who played Harriet on Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet. I mean, they're they're kind of similar, I guess. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. They're black ladies, kind of sassy. Joe Marie Payton. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, is she sassy on there?
0: Yeah, she had a lot of sass. She kinda like Florence from the Jeffersons. <laughs> she probably wouldn't want people reading her prescriptions. Oh no. <laughs> huh. Alright. So there we have that. Casting. Yeah, we did. Jeff,
1: we're already four episodes into this last season. When there's only there's
0: not that much left. Nine no. episodes. We're done. Shit. That's Mm, that's only five weeks. Yeah, I think May nineteenth,
1: if I plan this right, is will be the last time we record. Uh, well, we got
0: some more after that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do an episode where we just take our dicks out. <laughs> a sword fight episode.
0: <laughs>
1: is that? I mean, that'll make for a great pod podcast. <laughs> yep, it's
0: good audio. Yes, <laughs> my dick's a baritone. So if you want to <laughs> take your dick
1: out, uh, write Mackey's Clubhouse at yahoo.com.
0: <laughs> and send pictures so we know that you have a dick. Yes, don't send them to me. <laughs> send them to Jang. Send them all to Larry. Yes.
1: <laughs> say hey Jang on Twitter in the subject line, and then we'll put <laughs> dick pic.
0: <clears throat> all right, yeah, Mackey's Clubhouse on Facebook as well. You can find us there if and you like um and i guess until uh, next week that's about all we have to talk about here so bye motherfuckers bye hey mo your sister's ass really tastes as sweet as alvarez here says it does he wants to know what your mom is putting in the corn muffin